In this episode, we're going to cover real total return. And I'm going to talk about what it is and why it's important to you as an investor. Hi, my name is Kanwal Sarai, and welcome to the Simply Investing Dividend Podcast. What is real total return? And it's quite simple. It's made up of three parts, capital appreciation, dividend income, and dividend growth. So we're going to look at all three of these in this episode. Now, without dividends, you're only relying on capital appreciation, which means you're only hoping for the stock price to keep going up. And remember this, that hope is not going to cover your living expenses, but dividends will. So all three of these pieces, capital appreciation, dividend income, and dividend growth are important. All three put together gives us real total return. And at the end of the day, that is what we care about. As dividend investors, as long-term investors, we care about real total return. So, of course, this is a dividend podcast. You already know we are not going to skip the dividends, but I just wanted to point that out, and you can see it on the screen here. Without dividends, you're only hoping for the stock price to keep going up, and hope is not going to cover those living expenses. All right, let's get started. We're going to start with a quick definition of capital appreciation. You might already know what that is, but for those of you that are new to the channel, let's go over that quickly right now. So let's say you were to buy a stock for $20 a share and just hold on to it. And sometime in the future, you were able to sell the stock for $50 a share. So you can see that your profit in this case would be $30 per share. And so that is what they refer to as capital appreciation. So you bought the stock when it was $20 and then you sold it when the stock was 50. So you made a profit, right? So that is your capital appreciation. Okay, let's move on to the second piece, dividend income. And again, if you've been watching these episodes or listening to these episodes in this podcast, you already know what a dividend is, but I'm gonna spend just a minute here for those of you that are new and that is going to help us to obviously answer the question of what is a dividend income. You have to know what a dividend is. So a dividend is essentially the company sharing its profits with you, the shareholder. Because as a shareholder, technically and legally, you are part owner of the company now. And as part owner of the company, you are counting I was going to say not only counting on the dividends, you are entitled to share in the profits of the company. And so those profits come to you in the form of, they call it dividends. So in this example, let's say the company is giving a dividend of $1 per share and you own a thousand shares, you will receive a thousand dollars every year for as long as you own those shares. And as long as the company continues to pay, in this example, a dividend of $1 per share. And you can take those dividends, they're deposited directly as cash into your trading account, and you can spend that money if you wish, or you can reinvest it. So I'm just gonna highlight that on the screen here. In this example, the $1,000 a year in dividends is your dividend income. Now, 
dividends are paid annually. They might be paid semi-annually. Most of them are paid quarterly. Some companies pay every month, but nevertheless, doesn't matter what, what the frequency is, but that is your dividend income. You're essentially getting paid for owning shares in a company. Okay, so that's extremely powerful. Now, up on the screen here, I'm giving some just three examples of current dividends. Uh, current as of this recording. So if you're watching this much later, of course, the dividends are going to change. Hopefully, they'll be even higher. But as of this recording today, Coca-Cola is paying an annual dividend per share of $1.84. McDonald's is paying an annual dividend of $6.08. And Walmart is paying an annual dividend of $2.28. So that's just an example of three companies. Of course, there's a lot more companies that pay dividends. Now let's move on to part three of the equation. Remember, real total return. It's made up of three parts, capital appreciation, dividend income, and dividend growth. Okay, so we've covered the first two. Now we're going to talk about dividend growth. So what is dividend growth? Well, dividend growth happens when a company increases its dividend. Now, if you've watched previous episodes, I've talked about this before, the dividend is not tied to the stock price, right? Stock prices go up and down every day. Uh, the stock market can go up and down, and it does. Uh, the economy goes up and down. But there are companies out there, and you're going to see in a couple of minutes, I'll give you one example. There are companies out there that continue to increase their dividend. So the rate of that increase is, of course, dividend growth. Some companies grow the dividend very quickly. Some of them do it very slowly. But why is dividend growth important? Well, at the end of the day, it's putting more money in your pocket. So for example, if a company was paying a dividend of $1 per share and you bought the shares and you held on to them, and then the company increased the dividend to $2 a share, well, now you've doubled your dividend income. And you didn't have to work extra hard. You didn't have to buy more shares. You just held on to the original shares. And because the company raised the, the dividend, you now have more money in your pocket. You have more dividend income. So let's see what that looks like in real life. We're gonna give you a real example here. And we're gonna look at a company a lot of you are familiar with McDonald's. So in this example, let's say you purchased 100 shares in McDonald's back in 2005. So back then in 2005, the company was paying an annual dividend of 67 cents per share. And remember, in this example, you bought 100 shares. So in that first year, you would get $67 in dividend income, right? We take the 100 shares that you have, multiply it by the dividend, which is 67 cents. And you can see that your annual dividend income was $67. Now, the company raised its dividend in 2006. They raised it again in 2007. In fact, they kept raising the dividend. We're going to jump to 2010. The dividend then was $2.26. So now we multiply that by the number of shares you own, which is 100. And now you can see that your dividend income went from $67 to $226, okay? Now, again, the company raised the dividend every single year. We're going to jump to 2015. The dividend then was $3.44.
multiply that by 100 shares, and you can see the annual dividend income was $344. Now the dividends kept going up. In 2020, they were $5.04. And today, as of this recording, the dividend that McDonald's is paying out to the shareholders is $6.08 per share. So again, if you held on to the 100 shares, today you would be making $608 in dividend income just from these shares in McDonald's. So we started in 2005 with a dividend income of $67, and now we're at an annual dividend income of $608. So you can see all that in the screen. Are you noticing a trend? Right, if you look at the dividend, obviously the annual dividend per share is going up, but what's more important is the money going into your pocket. So in this example, if you bought 100 shares, the money going into your pocket is steadily increasing. And this is regardless of what's happening with the share price. Over those years, the stock price went up, the stock price came down. We had market crashes. 2008, we had a market crash. We had all these things happening in the economy, but yet the annual dividend income coming to you as a shareholder has consistently gone up and up and up. In fact, and I've done the math, I've added up all the dividends since 2005. And if you just held on to the 100 shares, you didn't sell them, you didn't buy any more, you just held on to them, you would have received over $6,273 in dividends, which is incredible. Now remember, what was your initial investment? So you bought 100 shares back in 2005. The stock price back in 2005 was $27.75. So your total investment in McDonald's back then was $2,775, yet the company returned to you over $6,200 in dividends, which is incredible, right? You've already more than doubled your money in this investment. In fact, McDonald's has had 46 years of consecutive dividend increases. I'm going to say that again because that's very important. McDonald's has had 46 years of consecutive dividend increases. So that means every single year for the last 46 years, McDonald's has increased their dividend. Now think about how many market crashes we've had in the last 46 years, how many recessions we've had in the last 46 years, and yet this company has managed to increase its dividend year after year after year. So now we go back to the original question, why is dividend growth important? And like I said before, it's because at the end of the day, it puts more money in your pocket as an investor. Okay, so now putting it all together, real total return. Remember what I said before, it's made up of three parts, capital appreciation, dividend income, and dividend growth. So you want all three, right? If you don't have dividend growth, your real total return is gonna be lower. If you don't have any dividend income, your real total return is gonna be lower. And of course, if you don't have capital appreciation, stock price stays the same, well, your real total return is going to be lower. Now, dividends certainly help a lot, and the dividend increases help quite a bit, but we are going to look at this 
as an all-encompassing real total return. So let's put it all together. We're going to stick with our example with McDonald's and let's take a look at what is our real total return in this example. So we're going to start with capital appreciation first. I already mentioned to you back in 2005, the share price was $27.75. As of this recording, McDonald's share price is now $289.35. So that is a capital appreciation, which means the stock has gone up since 2005. It has gone up 942%. Now, a lot of people would be very happy with a 942% return. That's fantastic. It's great, but we're not done yet. We are looking at what is our real total return. So now we're going to add to this equation, right, as part of the formula, we are now going to look at dividend income. And this I already showed you before. Since 2005, in the example we were looking at with McDonald's, if you bought 100 shares in 2005, since then you would have received over 6000 $273 in dividends. Okay, now let's take a look, take a look at the last piece here, dividend growth. And I showed you in 2005, the dividend was 67 cents a share. The dividend has gone up every single year since then. And the dividend today for McDonald's Corporation is $6.08 per share. So that is an increase since 2005, the dividend has gone up by 807%. So these are all fantastic numbers, great returns to have. Now let's add it all up and let's calculate our real total return. So your initial investment, again, we're sticking with the example of McDonald's. Back in 2005, if you bought 100 shares, your total investment at the time was 2000 $775. Today, with capital appreciation, plus all of the dividends that have come in, plus the dividend growth, today your investment, I'm going to start again, the initial investment was $2,775. Today would be worth over $35,200. And that is incredible. Okay, that represents an increase of 1,169%. So I'm gonna say this again, without dividends, you would be missing a huge chunk, right? Of course the stock price came up, that's great. And we're lucky it did, but who knows what's gonna to happen tomorrow? Maybe the stock price will go down, maybe it'll go down next week or next month. But the dividend income that has come in, right? You've already more than tripled your investment just from the dividends received alone since 2005. So there you have it on the screen. You can see it in this example with McDonald's. Our real total return was 1,169%. So this is important. We always want to look at capital appreciation plus dividend income plus dividend growth. So never well, that, as a dividend investor, that's what I tell my students is we are investing in dividend stocks because without the dividend, you're only hoping for the stock price to go up and hope is not going to cover your living expenses. Dividends can do that. Now, does this mean that you should go out and buy any stock 
today that pays a dividend? And the answer is no. There's a couple of more things we need to look at. Our approach to investing, my approach to investing, is to invest safely and reliably. Regardless of what happens in the stock market, we want to make sure that we are always investing in quality dividend stocks when they're priced low. So not just any dividend stock, it has to be a quality stock. And not just at any price, it has to be priced low, right? We say it's undervalued when it's priced low. It doesn't mean it's a bad stock. It just means for lots of reasons in the stock market, there's always reasons for stock prices to go up and down. But for some reason or another, the stock price has now historically come down. And when the stock price is low, the dividend yield goes up and you could make more in dividends because you're going to be able to buy more shares when the stock price is low. And the dividend, remember, is paid based on the number of shares you own. So if you own 200 shares, you're going to make more money versus if you only owned 100 shares. So that's why we consider price and quality at the same time. So we want to look at quality stocks. So how do you know when you're looking at a stock if it's a quality stock and how do you know when it's undervalued? So for that, I've created what I call the 12 rules of simply investing. Now, you can see them up on the screen. For those of you listening on the audio version, I'm going to read them out for you just in a minute here. This is your checklist. Never invest in a company if it fails any of the 12 rules. We always want to invest in a company when it passes all of the 12 rules. Not just passing 9 out of the 12 or 8 out of the 12. It's got to pass all 12 rules. The rules are designed to keep you out of trouble. They're designed to minimize your risk and maximize your gains. So for those of you that are interested, we cover these 12 rules in detail in the Simply Investing course with real life examples. Okay, now I'll just go through the rules first. So rule number one, do you understand how the company is making money? If you don't, skip it, move on to something else. Rule number two, 20 years from now, will people still need its product and services? If not, skip it, move on to something else. Remember, company has to pass all of these 12 rules. Rule number three, does the company have a low cost competitive advantage? If not, skip it, move on to something else. Rule number four, is the company recession proof? We only want to invest in companies when they're recession proof. Rule number five, is it profitable? Rule number six, does it grow its dividend? And we talked about dividend growth in today's episode. Rule number seven, can it afford to pay the dividend? Okay, so that's very quick. We look at the payout ratio, very quick to take a look at. Rule number eight, is the debt less than 70%? So if the debt is too high, skip it, move on to another company. Rule number nine, we avoid any company with a recent dividend cut. Because we're dividend investors, we don't want to see the dividend get cut. Rule number 10, does the company buy back its own shares? Rule number 11, is the stock priced low? So rule number 11 is in three parts. We look at the PE ratio, we look at the current dividend yield, and we look at the PB ratio. Okay, rule number 10 at 12, keep your emotions out of investing. So like I said before, we cover all of this in the Simply Investing course. I give you real life examples. You can take these 12 rules and apply it to any stock anywhere in the world. And the course itself is made up of 10 modules. It's a video. I've created all the video lessons. You can go at your own pace. We start with the investing basics. We cover the 12 rules. We show how to, Then I show you how to apply the 12 rules using 
a Google sheet that I'm going to give you. So you just fill it in. Again, you can do that for any stock anywhere in the world and find out if the stock passes all the 12 rules or if it fails some of the rules or all of the rules. And the Google sheet will tell you if the stock is priced low or priced high. So if it's priced high, you avoid it. That's a company you would avoid for now. We also get into discussing the Simply Investing platform. I take you step-by-step step in the next video to show you how to place your first stock order. So especially if you're new, I'm going to show you how to do that step-by-step. Step. I'm going to show you how to build and track your portfolio. Then we're going to look at when to sell. So just as important as when to buy, it's important to know when to sell. Then we talk about fees and risk, especially for those of you that have mutual funds, index funds, ETFs, we're going to talk about the fees. I'm going to provide you with your action plan to get started. And in the last module, I answer your most frequently asked questions. So that's all in the course. If you don't have time to take the course and you want to go a lot faster, I spent two years building the Simply Investing platform. In the platform, we apply the rules for you to over 6,000 stocks in Canada and the US every single day. And then we show you which companies pass all the rules, which ones fail, which of the rules. And we also show you stocks that are overvalued. So you would avoid them and you don't want to buy them for now. And so all that is covered in the uh, platform, which is a web app. So for those of you listening or watching to this podcast, uh, you want to write this down. I have a coupon code for all of you. Save 10. S-A-V-E-1-0. Save 10 is going to give you 10% off all of our products and services. So we have the course. We have the Simply Investing platform. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. If anyone's interested, we do a personal assessment. Um, so on any of those products and services, uh, you can use the coupon code SAVE10 and save 10% off. So if you enjoyed this video, if you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to click on the subscribe button. We have a new episode out every week, so you'll get notified right away. Be sure to hit the like button as well. And for more information, take a look at our website, simplyinvesting.com. Thanks for watching.